0: Is freedom's disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand? The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when cancelled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. Our next question comes, can you explain how the USA in its current state is better than your life in Utopia? And there's a second part to this question, which I'll get to in a minute. Why is my life, why would my life potentially be better in America right now than in, in Utopia? Well, the truth is, from a rights point of view, the only addition I would have is probably your Second Amendment, which we don't have in Ireland. But my life would be better because I'd be somewhere where I belonged. I would be in a country I love. And also, I would be around people who, whether they know it or not, have an ingrained sense of freedom. I can talk to people, even if you talk to, you know, a moderate Democrat. I I could talk to them and get some ground based on freedom. And I don't mean politicians or people around politics. I mean, you know, in, in blue states, we could find common ground around freedom. We could talk about your history. We might disagree on certain parts, but you can talk about it. In Ireland, very few people... And when I say very few, I mean I could probably count on my hands how many people who truly believe in freedom. I answered last week a question, if you want to go back and listen to it, you know, are my views popular in Ireland or are they commonplace? Very much not. They are not commonplace whatsoever. I think the biggest thing about how my life would be better in America right now and utopia. Is something I can't put into words, but the best describe, description I can give you is, I f- would be where I belong, or where I feel like I belong. Every time I'm in America, I have that sense of, I belong here. I don't have that in Ireland. The second part of the question, I know our Declaration and Constitution says our rights are inalienable, yet they are sleeping, slipping away from us. How do our first five amendments, as practiced today, stack up against those same rights, or lack thereof, in Ireland? Well, the first thing to answer that question is, you have to understand what's in the first five amendments, which I'm rapidly understanding, our many of our friends on the right don't. Um, so let me take... Let me give you a simple answer of each of them. First Amendment. Do we have a free meat press? Yes and no. We do have a free press. There are private organizations who do the press, but the biggest press in Ireland is state-run. It's called RTE. And they have all got a certain slant. There is very little diversification in the media in Ireland. It ranges from... Let me give you an American example so you'll understand. It ranges from probably CNN to MSNBC. From politics to supporters of Hillary Clinton to Bernie Sanders to a growing amount of Bill Ayers. So we do have a free press and they can ask any question they want and they have access but... It's they, they don't have a quote-unquote right-wing press or, you know, a, a version of it. First Amendment again, do I have a right to free speech? Again, yes and no. You can say anything you want, but how socialist utopias work is they have under... They have found this mix that says we can shape society and shape a norm in society... That says we don't have, as a government, have to do anything to you. Society will do that for you. So if you use certain words, um, you will face consequences. You know, it's not PC. You shouldn't say that. Um, I'll give you a story. I remember several years ago, I worked um part time in an organisation that was in the inner city, and we decided to do. We we found a need for there was a lot of people in the inner city who couldn't read or write. So we decided we had this big center and we did different classes and offered different services to the area. And we said, what we could do is we'll do classes for, you know, to learn how to read and write. And you have to go through a long rigorous process, which we did. But I remember meeting one of the potential tutors. And we were talking and just general, having a chat and saying how we wanted the course to go and, you know, just sharing ideas. And if you're cannot read and write, you're illiterate. That term is now not PC. You're not allowed to use that. And I kind of went, because I remember he told me this and I kind of went, I'm, I'm sorry, what? What do you say you... You know, and I I thought there was, well, you know, they'll feel bad and it sounds, you know, illiterate. You can't, you know, you can't read and write. There's a shame attached to it. I would still have my head explode, but he said, no, 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 no. He said, when I say illiterate to you, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And I said, someone who can't read and write. No, 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 no. Think think deeper. And I kind of stood there and I just went, how can I think deeper? And I just wanted to run away. And he said, no, 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 the reason it's PC and you're not allowed to use it is um, because it sounds too much like illegitimate. And where we are, there's a lot of single, uh, single parent families. That type of control, that over speech, is incredible. So what else? Freedom of assembly. We probably have the same amount of freedom of assembly rights as you do in the States. I've never seen anyone be refused it. You can walk down any street once there's no... Um, I know last week, you might think this is a violation, you can decide for yourself. I know last week our government came back into power and they closed the street off um, outside it for the reasons of security. It's always a fine line, is that violating your first uh, potential First Amendment right in America and safety. There's a lot of people unhappy with the government and the budget's coming up, so th- there's a lot of things to it. It, it. it can go either way. The right to petition your government. Sure, you have that right here. Um, You can petition your government. They probably won't listen. A lot of things are decided by a handful of people, but you can petition your government to change. We don't have the same process as Again, you can debate the merits in America, whether you like it or not, the, the petition on the White House. And if it gets, I think it's 100,000 signatures, you'll get an answer from the President. It's it's kind of similar. Lastly, freedom of religion. We don't really have that issue because Ireland's pretty much, to this day, still very either atheist or Catholic. Um, so there hasn't been really a, a division um. there. There is a division within the church, and i 've spoken about it before, and that 's one of the reasons i don 't belong to any religion that they all just bash each other you know if you're If you go to a Catholic church you know and you say i 've got a Protestant friend, they won 't be very happy you know it 's not as bad as it was they're they are closing the gap, but it 's still um different. I remember when i I told this story last year when I went to America in January to meet Glenn Beck and go to the blaze and do a lot of other things, one of the Catholic friends of mine' biggest concern was not if I got robbed, mugged or beaten up or assaulted or murdered, it was what happens if Glenn Beck converts you to Mormonism? You still have that kind of stuff. That's the First Amendment. The Second Amendment, do you have a right to own a gun? No. No, no, no. Guns are bad. Did you not know that? Guns are bad. No, naughty. We don't have a right to guns. Um, Right to defend yourself? (sighs) Sure. It's it's tough. That's all I can say about that. There's still, the only people who have guns in Ireland are the bad guys and the top, top police. Or police on the street, the beat cops. Don't carry guns. Um, but don't worry, they patrol the streets, you know, and they do their thing, you know, they're very tough with their pepper spray and their handcuffs. Um, that, I don't know about you, but if I see a cop running to me with pepper spray and I see a bad guy with a gun, I automatically think the cop has this. But that's just me. Um, yes, there was sarcasm in that voice. The Third Amendment. <laughs> Does anyone know what the Third Amendment is? Um, Does anyone know a potential violation of the Third Amendment? Have people stationed in your house? I haven't seen that stateside America or elsewhere, so I'm not going to pay much attention to it. If it comes up, I'll definitely talk about it. The Fourth Amendment, again, because the government has pretty much got control and the culture and we all believe in government and the politician is our friend, there hasn't been a lot of privacy issues in America. Or sorry, in Ireland. There hasn't been there hasn't been the Irish Edward Snowden, shall we say. There hasn't been the a big expose on the Irish NSA. Do what does it happen? I have no doubt it does. Does it happen like it happens in America with um in Utah and Salt Lake City with the big computers and the NSA? I'm not so sure. I wouldn't be surprised, and this is just me, I have no facts to back this up because I don't research too much in Irish politics, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Irish government has all the access they want because all the big European companies are here. So Facebook have a, a big headquarters here for Europe. Google has a big headquarters here. And I think you can pretty much find out anything you want from those two and going further. I'm not saying Google or Facebook give it to them, but I'm I'm not saying anything. I I just it has never come up, but I've no doubt they do they have some type of operation to spy on you. Um whether it's like the NSA, I have no idea. And the Fifth Amendment, do you have a right not to incriminate yourself? And sure. I don't think it's ever mentioned, but you can we don't have a saying called, I'll plead the fifth if I'm not going to answer that question and use my constitutional right. We just go, I'm not answering that question. Um, and you can go with the rights from there. So there are your first five amendments. Um, someone can ask me about six truth. Then um, I will say this, though, just before, while I'm on this segment. One of the, because it was a question earlier on, why is America different to other nations? The 10th Amendment is key in America. And I think you have many problems. But for me, if you can re-establish the 10th Amendment, it will solve a chunk of them. We don't have a 10th Amendment. We don't have state rights. One of the reasons America is different is because your 13 colonies at your founding came together authored the constitution, and then gave the federal government power. Ireland didn't do that. Ireland, the federal government, gave the, gives the constituency power and gives the councils power and, and, and so forth. It's a different way. America gave power to the federal government. The federal government in Ireland gives power to everywhere else. And they have very limited roles and very limited scope. If you look at the, this is just additional, I don't know if you're interested or not, but if you look at the rights, if you actually look at the Constitution and you read what powers the states have, it's considerable. It's unlimited, potentially, if it's not, because it's anything that's not a enumerated power belongs to the states. So all the power from your founders wanted it is in the state governments it 's the exact opposite in places like Ireland, where the federal government decides everything, and the councils we have councils not state governments. our councils don 't decide very much; they do little planning issues and they they have a budget of you know building roads and stuff like that but it 's it's all kind of central planning as well because you can't have, like, this council have this big expansion plan and do all these things and then another council does something opposite. There is some central planning involved, but they don't have much power. Um, We elect councillors. They do very little. They have very little power. All our power is involved right in the central government, and it's pretty much run by a handful of people. Um, Our Taoiseach, which is um, Irish for Prime Minister... Um, Minister of State has some power and the Minister of uh, Finance, which is Budget this is how different Ireland is set up to the rest of to America that is another reason why America is exceptional and if you run your constitutional government the way it should be run your founders share a vision that I share, the best government is always run as close to the people as possible that is states. That is local authorities. Irish government, UK government, Australian government doesn't believe this. European governments don't believe this. They all want it centralised. in, Whether it's in Dublin, whether it's in London, whether it's in Paris, they all want centralised government. America was set up differently. i got to take one last quick break, America, and i got one last question I want to answer for you before the end of the show. Please don't go anywhere. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on The Blaze Radio Network.